Hmm. It may be... Eh, no, I can't remember who, why he said that. It could have been a, a sniveling uh, injured person. Regardless, here we are. How's it going, eh? Uh, it's going fair. Fair. Um, I'm James. I'm Marcus. Oh, good. Then we're on the right show. I mean, oh, wait. I, I know that much. That's good. That part's good. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> this guy. You've got a little interference in the background. <laughs> Again, if you, if you hear the sound of a whiny dog, yeah. a whiny puppy, you know it's just called, it's just <laughs> called Two Brothers. Yeah, welcome to It's Just Called Two Brothers. Hey everybody! Uh, we got a new puppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and by we, of we mean you. Background. Well, yes, uh, I, the 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 I side of the two brothers. Uh, yeah, uh, one brother got right. a new puppy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, um, that's not so, going to happen for me anytime soon because pet rent is outrageous, and I'm already paying yeah. for a cat. So, yeah. Wait, you have to pay extra. Oh, yes, of course. I, yeah. Never mind. So I got that part. <laughs> well. <laughs> No, I'm good. Um, so I'm out here on our deck, and um, mm-hmm. the dogs are in view. Yeah. Although he's not whining because I'm here, he's just trying to get the <laughs> other older dog to play. Oh, I see. With him, he just probably got Fair up enough. from a, a sleep, and and she just got up, and he's like, "Come on, come I've, on!" I have packed 18 of what I hope will be. <clears throat> excuse me. Let's calculate in my head. 40 under 40 boxes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, hey, that's that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, total. Yeah. And you have two weeks left. Three two weeks. weeks left. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Right. I'm mm-hmm. going to have. Halfway. I'm going to try to have all the books packed except for the four that I <laughs> hoped to spend my time reading the last these last two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Got a. We have a few days um, between, you know, the last day at work and leaving. <laughs> So that'll be time to coordinate with movers and, I don't know, get things situated last minute. Anything that has to be done at the very end can be done, you know, at a moment's notice that way. And, uh, I don't know, people I haven't seen, uh, I can see. Yeah. yeah. If I'm lucky, uh, sell my car before then. Indeed, yes. And uh, that should give you just enough time. To hit all the uh, the wacky LO, LA spots from uh, Randy Newman's I Love LA. Cue uh, music mm. there. I don't know. Do I really need to see Imperial Highway? Probably not. <laughs> you got to cross uh, the, one of the bridges from East LA. <laughs> and, uh, but like, I, like I was... For, for those of you that weren't listening in on <laughs> Marcus is my conversation on the phone last night, uh, which is uh, everybody but... Marcus and me, um, uh, we hope. not surprisingly. <laughs> hey, if there are any NSA listeners, yes. you know, cut us a break. That'd be great. Um, we, I was talking about that. I was just naming off some uh, some of the more ridiculous places like Pup and Taco and right. um, uh, Pink's and uh, Randy's Donuts and, and the like. So, <laughs> yeah. And I was saying, I was as I was packing, I <laughs> had Fletch on. The what is it, nineteen eighty five? Anything eighty five? Movie starring Chevy Chase uh, from the novel by Gregory MacDonald, which I, I, I don't know. I could go either way. Uh, the the novel is pretty good. 
Hmm. Gregory McDonald. Did, that's, didn't read the novel. It's funny. The first two mm-hmm. books are funny. And then yeah. it goes, and ah. <laughs> in my opinion. Um, in contrast to something like Dresden Files, which continues to get a lot better over time. Um, it started off as a sort of, uh, let's not say run of the mill. Um, similarly plotted, but with, you know, wizard shit added <laughs> detective Wait, did it, mystery is that that's the same author the no 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 i'm just file? saying oh, oh it's okay. another series uh, yeah. that i could think of <laughs> i gotcha uh, but but uh that one uh so far uh, like one to two at least and most of the fans say it gets much better over time so it starts hmm. off as this um kind of sexist uh tropey thing which is nonetheless enjoyable. I did. I I liked it a lot, except for the mm-hmm. sexist parts. Um, but um, it, it's one of those books that just sort of moves along. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and can, uh, sorry, Fletch is uh, similar. It, he just sort of you know trucks along, gathering speed. Does the novel have as many uh, sort of inside LA uh, parts to N- it? No, I don't. Or they do the most of that. I don't from the remember movie. where the novel is set, but it, it, no, it's not nearly the same as that. Mm. And it doesn't. Mm-hmm. He's a he, he's a wisecracking goofball in this in the same vein as Chevy Chase, but he is mm-hmm. not as sort of uh, silly. Mm-hmm. I, I would say. Slaptic. I don't think so. Ish. Yeah. Chevy Chase mm-hmm. is very specific. <laughs> yeah. To his, his own thing. Indeed. Yes. But um, but uh, it's it's different enough that I think you know you could have a f- easily have a favorite, and I wouldn't say oh this is obviously better. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh well, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a there's just <laughs> there's some racism in there. He, he numerous times he sort of um, quips off about people speaking Spanish. I think it's mm-hmm. more than once. I'm sure it's more than once. It is, yes. Okay. I can't have a movie I want to watch that I haven't seen on while I do other things. But I like to have yeah. a sort of comfort film on something very familiar um, while I do something stressful like packing mm-hmm. to move. So uh, obviously Fletch I've seen, I don't know, 10 times. Um, so that's a potential one. And mm-hmm. I thought I would take advantage because I signed up for the HBO Now thing, hoping that uh, I could put on like uh, Harry Potter Deathly, Deathly Hallows because they had all the Harry Potter franchise to find out that they did no longer have Harry Potter. So Harry Potter is no longer on HBO. So uh, I don't know. I'll probably cancel I- after the free trial is up. Uh, are they on Netflix still? What the the Harry Potter franchise? I don't think it was ever on Harry, on on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. not even remotely. It's only ever on. Everything is only ever on one platform at a time. Hmm. Because they all want yeah. exclusive deals. Yeah, but so I think Disney probably around. pulled Disney. I think no. Somebody has AT and T owns Harry Potter somehow. Yeah, because I think weird. Didn't they buy Warner Brothers? I believe. Warner Brothers, yes. Warner Brothers, I don't know. Was the studio that originally produced them? Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, they're yanked from HBO suddenly, and uh, yeah. And this is, you know, Disney is going to come out with their own streaming service next year. Ugh. 
So that'll be <laughs> that'll be all the Star mm-hmm. Wars, all the Marvel, all the Disney, all the Pixar. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gotta buy gotta buy one more subscription. Womp womp. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Let's we'll talk see. about more pleasant things, eh? All right. Um, I was watching uh, some nostalgic TV on uh, Me TV, <laughs> and um, my I don't know what that is. On, what is that? Huh? That no is um, something like. Let's see. I forget what the M stands for. Something Entertainment Television. Oh. Um, monstrous. No. Uh, uh, I can't remember, but it's it's like TV Land. It's all old shows. You know, like um, My Three Sons is on there. It got. Uh, 77 Sunset Strip. They got Hogan's Heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, Barney Miller yeah. started on there. We we used to watch, um, we watched the whole run of Hogan's Heroes a couple times uh, mm-hmm. the last, over the last few years. Um, and they just put Barney Miller on there recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so it's just sort of like nostalgic TV from 60s uh, through early 80s. They got WKRP. Mm-hmm. Canon is just started yeah. on there. Yeah, you mentioned <laughs> Canon. What an odd thing to have in combo with all the rest. Yeah, yeah. They got that. They got Mannix. Wow. Um, you got, uh, what's his name? Col- is it Kolchak, the Night Stalker? <laughs> yeah. Just a, some bizarre. one season. Yeah. Stuff Wait, that I'd was it? never heard of. It. I one think it was only season? one season. I no. think so. What? No? I don't know. Maybe not. I could be wrong. Correction corner. I think so. <laughs> Apologies. I'd never heard of it until I saw it on here. Yeah. Um, it ran for it. it ran for decades, didn't it? <laughs> oh, the Night Stalker? Or maybe it revived. I don't know. I don't think so. That, I mean, maybe, maybe in radio. <laughs> the Night Stalker. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. You're probably thinking of something else. Yeah. Okay. They brought it back. I, I know there was a new something. Hmm. Something. Are you thinking about the Crypt Keeper on the uh, Creep Show? Uh, no, 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 okay. no, 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 because good, it was, no, it was thing. the, um, not the impetus, the, uh, inspiration for X-Files. Oh, was, it was the okay. forerunner of X-Files. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know what, what it was about. Uh, yeah. I thought it was a, you know, some sort of vampire thing. And well, then, um, and then I, then the synopsis that I happened to see uh-huh. uh, a couple of days ago sounded like it was just some sort of regular private eye thing, oh. but I, well, I mean, somewhere in between. It's, it's, there's a lot of FBI junk in X-Files too, but it's, um, I say a lot. Uh, this was similar. He is a detective? No, he's, what is he? No, he's a reporter. Uh, mm. And there's, you know, it's supernatural aliens, uh. I think, in there too? Something mm-hmm. weird doings. He's out investigating the, uh, the, the strange stuff, going yeah, on. Yeah, the stuff, the... Uh, mm-hmm. The, the plebes won't won't touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, if it's more than one, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's on me TV. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all it is. It's literally like a proto X Files, I would say. Yeah, well, that's interesting. But, to uh, know. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking back. I guess it was not. I guess it wasn't a long run. Huh. Um, it's funny the, what your <laughs> how your memory betrays you. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but speaking of memories, mm-hmm. uh, My Three Sons came on, and um, two things struck me. Uh, first, I, I never knew who really who Tim Considine was, uh. like the original oldest brother, and, um, and William Frawley was the, the nanny. Um, Bub. Au pair, please. Uh, yeah. he, he's their grandfather, <laughs> yeah. their mom's father, mm-hmm. in, the, in the show. Um, Is he? I guess, uh, Yeah. 
I thought he was her brother or something. Well, think. I'm afraid not, because huh. then I mean, after, that would be literal uncle. I thought he was her mother's brother or something. After a few years, uh, William Frawley got sick, couldn't do the show, so they hmm. brought in, um, I can't remember the actor that played Charlie. Uncle Charlie was uh, played by a guy, and uh, he came in as Bub's brother, hmm. so their great uncle. So he literally was Uncle Charlie. Um, and then uh, that, at that point, Rob uh, became the oldest brother. Tim Considine, huh. uh, his character, he got he got married and right. wrote him out of the show. I vaguely and remember. Then, uh, yeah. But then to keep three sons, uh, Rob and Chip, and then they adopted, or Fred McMurray's character, Stephen Douglas, uh, adopted Ernie. Yeah. A very special episode of that. And um, but it ran for like twelve years, that show. It <laughs> was on from like sixty to sixty-five, I think, on CBS, and then uh, a different network, ABC or NBC, picked them up for yeah. another seven years. Wow. And uh, and the oldest brother got got married, and and then they adopted another. They adopted a girl, Dodie. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. it was my three sons and a right little lady or whatever they called sure. it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, crazy. But anyway, uh, I digress. <laughs> um, as is our want on this show. Yes, uh, one of our one of our uh, friends in high school could play a mean super vibrato "My Three Sons" bit on his saxophone. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> he really hammed it up on that vibrato. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, too bad we don't have a clip of that that we can play. <laughs> yeah, I know, and he just break out with it mm-hmm. at uh, random times in the band room, uh, not during a rehearsal, but otherwise, uh, more more bef- just before or just after a uh, a show, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I could have used a little more of that type of outside mm, practice and incorporation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Been more yeah. fun. Oh well, indeed. <laughs> would, would that have been Chris D? You think? Uh... Or a no, different guy. It was not. Him. No, could it have been Jeff? It not possible. It was. That's more likely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he was. He was uh, especially into the that sort of goofballery. That's true. Would definitely have done it. <laughs> if anybody yeah. could have done it, he he was the one. Yes. So speaking of feeling old in the brain, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> trying to trying to remember all the details. What was your yeah. your deal about that? That you yeah, I was just to, saying uh, the other day, talk about. it feels like learning uh, to code is more difficult than mm. it should be mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. me. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I could have got this stuff like in a snap. It, it, you've seen Young Sherlock Holmes, right? I have seen a bit of Young Sherlock Holmes. Have you seen the beginning? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so there's a scene in the beginning where um, Watson meets Holmes for the first time in the boarding school I guess right when Watson first gets there mm-hmm. and uh, Holmes is trying to s- squeak out some song on the violin and it sounds terrible and <laughs> he gets frustrated and he rears back as if to smash the violin on the the bed post or something mm-hmm. and uh, the kid playing this is young Sherlock Holmes right so he's yeah. a teenager Okay. and Watson says don't and he stops midair, and he says, oh, should have mastered the damn thing by now. <laughs> and uh, 
He says, how long have you been playing? And he says, I don't know, it's Tuesday or some shit. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about learning new things. It's like, just be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Khan Academy, uh, I started, I went through the uh, the math. I didn't go through it. I started the math uh, mm -hmm. bit. And I just, you know, I figured I'd start from square one. So I went to kindergarten. <laughs> you and, did. Uh, bla Amazing. I, I blazed through all that stuff. And, um, <laughs> it's first like, it was like when Bart got sent to the remedial class. Now, boys and girls, who knows what this is? Triangle. Very good, Bart. You have first choice of toys for free play. Cool. I call the Flintstone phone. Yep, a dub doo I like talking to you. <laughs> so I blazed through that, and then I got it got um, somewhat complicated in the sense of me trying to remember skills that I had had at some point, but never used again. <laughs> you know, As, and um, I didn't really get bogged down. I just slowed, you know, yeah. as one would hope. But anyway, uh, so I'm about, um, I want to say, three-quarters to four-fifths of the way through fifth-grade math. Wow. And it's actually starting to get complicated. So, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, me as a person who hasn't taken a math class since 1986 mm -hmm. and um, got a D- at that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I took, I, I took algebra, algebra mm -hmm. one, yeah. uh, whatever the, I was forced to take, <laughs> and... Um, you know, I didn't care or, mm -hmm. or or do homework or anything. So, you know. <laughs> so there you go. I didn't really, didn't really learn but anything. You, but you had to have taken a credit to replace that, hadn't you? No. What? What? In high school? No, no, no. Eighty. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's your senior year. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mr. Bell let me squeak by. I think those <laughs> were his exact words. Uh, <laughs> mimicking Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which I didn't. I don't think I got uh, at the time. But I, I may be transposing that in my mind, but I think that's what he said. And yeah. he would be one that would have seen that movie and enjoyed <laughs> yes. it as well. Indeed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I squeaked by, and uh, yeah, and so I was able to graduate. Wasn't Mr. Uh, Bell the one who sounded sort of like a, a sort of more languid Norm MacDonald? Wasn't that Mr. Bell? No, that was Mr. Sang. Oh, that's right. It was Mr. Yeah. Sang. Hmm. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Bell. Uh, all right, everybody, take out a shit of paper. <laughs> and he would just be the cool guy, um, uh -huh. and he would he would say that because at the, especially at the time he could yeah. get away with it. And, mm -hmm. You know, we were, we were all like, oh, hoo, 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 hoo. Yeah. I see what you did there, kind of you know, I mean, understanding, and you know, it was no big that's deal. That's cool. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And then the last day of school, he would whip out his uh, Hawaiian vacation um, slides mm -hmm. and everybody wear a Hawaiian shirt. Why right not? Yeah. I preferred so. uh, my classes with Mr. Harrison. It was my favorite time of, the, I mean, band was fun, but it was also work. Uh, <laughs> I took a class called Diplomatic History and there was, it was led by uh, a Mr. Harrison who was also the swim coach, um, but he would, start almost every lecture with a monologue <laughs> on some amusing anecdote that could mm. easily have gone on stage at any club mm. as, oh. or on a TV special wow. because he was really, really funny. He would have been uh, a, a great storyteller comic. Mm -hmm. um, 
but that was uh we we man that was a blast and then <laughs> then we would learn about you know the general secretary of the un and <laughs> all kinds of weird you know diplomacy ins and outs yeah and yeah. then uh you know next class another <laughs> another crazy story <laughs> oh, i wish i had known about that my mm-hmm. my stuff was boring hmm. my my dudes were boring that's unfortunate <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah. yeah. So it's a. It, it just. I wish I. Oh wow! I really hate saying I wish I was younger, but I wish I. Um, I wish our brains would continue their you know, extreme plasticity, throughout mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. lives. That would be. Yeah. That'd be very handy to see it decline any any amount. To notice any kind of decline is uh, disheartening. The more you participate in music, the more you can do with music, especially movement and music, um, mm-hmm. or or collaborative music with other people. Yeah. The the more plasticity your brain uh, retains. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the 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 act of making music is a, a huge um, uh, a huge benefit to your brain activity. Sure. Um, then, you know, it's good for your, your mental acuity, certainly, but also emotional well-being and uh-huh. um, aesthetic pleasure and so forth. Right. Uh, but the act of doing that well um, with other people mm-hmm. uh, sets off a whole c- uh, different um, set of, of brain waves, shall we say, to use <laughs> extreme layman's terms. Um, and it it's a different way of, of going about using your brain power so you're trying to make music but you're also trying to fit it in with these other people um, and you're trying to judge how you're playing and how they're playing mm-hmm. and how it's all coming together to the audience and so forth and so on right. um, so it, it's uh, it's pretty magical mm-hmm. in a lot of ways so it's not just playing it's performing certainly but not not necessarily, but it can be, uh, because you know, as you're rehearsing together, you're you have that mindset that you want to uh, uh, produce a product mm-hmm. to you know either either just for yourselves, as you know, you could be jamming in a garage band mm-hmm. uh, just for yourself, but you are the audience, so, so you're, you're thinking a- analyzing about, it for both directions. Right, you're thinking about your performance as well as yeah. your your playing, mm-hmm. and to to the other participants. Not just right. to an audience, but I wonder if there's yeah. a difference. I mean, it may, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to see there was a, a quantitative difference between, you know, h- how that works in rehearsal and how it works with an audience present. As far as your, your uh, if they uh, uh, did a brainwave study? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. I, would, I, would, I mean, it is different. <laughs> it would depend on your mindset as <laughs> Let me put sure. that another way. It would depend on how you feel about performing. You know, if you get, mm-hmm. you know, some people are more anxious, some people love it. Right. You know, get more endorphins from it, mm-hmm. and so forth. So, it but even those who love it, most different. of them feel sort of apprehension or anxiety over mm-hmm. performing, even if they have learned to appreciate it. I would say mm-hmm. very, very yeah. few people I've ever encountered have no kind of stage fright at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they are, at the very least, want. To uh, have a good performance, yeah, so. right, yeah, yep, yep. yep. Hmm. Don't joke, don't joke, don't joke. There's gonna, be, yeah, there's gonna be some kind of, um, there's gonna be some kind of lists. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> top ten performers who do not have stage fright. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Mick Jagger. I wonder. Cue strutting uh, chicken or pigeon. Hmm. I mean, maybe by now it's so small. It's just he's been Mick Jagger so long. You just yeah. You're just that's what you do is be Mick Jagger. Paul McCartney right. maybe. It's just yeah. the confidence is so overwhelming that um, any anxiety is just down way way down there. Mm-hmm. I would imagine not worth acknowledging. <laughs> <laughs> Strike this from the show. (laughs) Um, Speaking of confidence, (laughs) here's let me let me segue into my music share because uh, we're talking about music. But um, (laughs) I stumbled upon it from a Facebook post. Uh, A friend of mine put on um, "Hocus Pocus" by Focus. (laughs) (laughs) That's just something he randomly put on. Oh, I I shouldn't assume he, he or she. Yeah, it is he. It is he. He said uh, he, she, or. Otherwise, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a few years younger than us, and mm-hmm. um, he said, uh, "How did I never know about this?" Oh, you know. And then, okay, so cue <laughs> focus, focus now. Okay, but let's also send in. You sent me a link that was a live performance of that, right? And that that sounds like this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's miles faster than the original. <laughs> like that's. I, I was. I was thinking. I wonder if this is. It's. It's probably. And it's not a knock at anyone, but it's probably a different uh, reaction from musicians who listen to that, knowing the first piece, knowing the original mm-hmm. piece, yeah. as anyone else listening to it, because you can right. hear they're going fast. Yeah. But a musician, <laughs> as I did. We'll start that thing here. You know, the guitar player starts the whole thing. Yeah. You hear that as a musician, you're like, oh my God, uh, can they sustain that tempo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. Is that uh, possible? Was, 
he was shredding that mm-hmm. guy. I, I thought, whoa. And that was the live version was from '73, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming uh, you know the, the wild um, <clears throat> uh, virtuosity of electric guitar uh, jamming uh-huh. in the uh, in the hard rocking community <laughs> was uh, uh-huh. started started uh, was really developed more in Europe well, there, and brought over here. I think, I mean, it depends. It's, um, there were a lot of uh, people like, what am I thinking of? Alvin Lee from 10 years after. That was a British band. He was a British player. Um, hmm. that, uh, that sort of shredding thing just, I feel like, began overseas. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I haven't started it. I haven't studied it or anything. I just That's my intuitive sense. Ah, okay. So, you know, correction corner if necessary. But, yeah. yeah. Regardless, <laughs> this band is Dutch. Focus is, was Dutch. Yeah. So okay. um, <laughs> their guitar player, whoever he is, I don't, I don't know who he was, but um, that, you know, he was <laughs> the beginner of a long tradition of, of shredding guitar players. But yeah. as you know, uh, you know, if it's a, a band situation, sometimes somebody will just try to mess with the other players. <laughs> and you know he could have started it off and the rest of them were doing the same thing they're like are we really going this tempo <laughs> alright here we go uh-huh. <laughs> so mm-hmm. or, or if they you know maybe took something before the <laughs> show uh, Netherlands is pretty hip if you know what I mean <laughs> who knows who knows uh, at any rate the, the um, I, re- I had remembered Hearing that on the radio, the original, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the, the single, not it that. It seems to go on version. forever, but I think it was just, I don't know, seven minutes or something? Not, maybe not quite. Yeah, I think it's less than that even. Yeah. So, oh, um, it had to be over six. Uh, but I originally yeah, <laughs> thought it was be. like nine or ten. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's, it's probably not seven minutes, yeah. Six well, something. The, the, they played that on the radio, which is weird enough. Yeah. Because it's an odd thing, <laughs> yes. right, with the vocals, especially <laughs> in the... And the, uh, well, let's just say the vocals. But then when you see mm-hmm. him live, he's like a crazy man. <laughs> Wouldn't make, wonder, make, but it, it still, it feels like a novelty hit, but that wasn't, yeah. it wasn't treated like that. It's no, treated no. as a classic, and they, and they play it with all the other classic rock stuff. Yeah. And so that's what, uh, what struck me is when I, when I saw it live, I was like, oh man, this is, this is really weird, wild stuff. And I mm-hmm. didn't really think of it as, yeah. as much as that back then. <laughs> Right, because it wasn't you know if you, if you just assume uh, as it comes on the radio, you know without a bunch of you know boing, hey check out the latest wacky song from right. you know if it's not that you just uh, sort of accept it I guess mm-hmm. and we did uh, and rightly so I'm, yeah. I'm glad to know <laughs> that it got the right play sure. um, you know because as strange as it is um, or different as it is it deserves yeah. you know. It, it deserves its uh, its place in the lexicon. I mean, it's some fun, technically adept playing. So that's, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's always nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. So, especially for something unusual. that's also hooky. You know, that's it's got mm-hmm. uh, melody and hooks, and you know, it's uh, it's not just shredding for shredding's sake. Oh, certainly. Yeah. So yep. yeah, that's a good time as well as <laughs> as well as all those things. So anyway. Uh, all right, what about you with your music share? Oh, um, I there's a thing that comes across the playlist at work that I have been trying to figure out for the, for days. 
uh, and I couldn't quite catch it um, at a, at the right time to do a Shazam because mm-hmm. obviously I didn't want to pull the phone <laughs> out randomly right. at work to just Shazam a song. I have done that, but um, not at this job. Yeah. Um, so I just I was determined. I know it's on some kind of playlist, you know, and uh, so I just started combing through and I had a vague idea of what it is. It's It's like... Mr. So-and-so, something, something, something. It's a long, it's a long title or, you know, combo of musician and title. Uh-huh. So I managed to track it down as Mr. Tillman by Father John Misty. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of a Father John Misty fan or, or admirer, if you like, um, for a bit. Uh, Never since, heard of him. Well, since I got Spotify. Uh, he's, uh, he's quite well known. He's very popular on Spotify. Um, and that song just stuck in my head for days on end. Which song is that? Really, so it's called, it's called Mr. Tillman. And, uh, this is it. Mr. Tillman, good to see you again. There's a few outstanding charges. Just before we check you in, let's see here You left your passport in the mini fridge And the message with the death says Here the picture isn't isn't Oh, just a reminder about our policy Don't leave your mattress in the rain If you sleep on the balcony, okay, did You and your guests have a pleasant day What a beautiful tattoo that young man had on his face And oh, will you need a driver out to Philly? Jason Isbell's here as well And he seemed a little worried about you I'm feeling good, damn, I'm feeling so fine I'm living on a cloud Tillman for the seventh time We have no knowledge of a film That is being shot outside Those aren't extras in a movie They're a clientele No, they aren't running lines Ah, that Sorry. song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just something about the... It's a... The way the chord structure works, uh, it just kind of loops around on itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, metaphorically and uh, it just feels like it keeps going and going and going you can hear it, you know, you, you play it in your head over and over and over again um, and it's a little um, dark and mysterious in a way, it's sort of it's one of those minor, you know, there's minors in there and um, yeah, I don't know he's a, he's really good, he's one in, in another, speaking of storytellers, right tends to do that Mm-hmm. In his uh, in his songwriting, very yeah. prolific. But that was fun. A lot of work. Ooh, that reminds me of a uh, music share for next week. I'll have to leave. All right then, leave, leave that go. <laughs> I have to try to remember what it is. Well, the other thing that happened this week uh, was Aphex Twin finally released a single after I don't remember how oh. many years—three, uh-huh. four. Uh, it's uh, 
<laughs> called T69 Collapse. <laughs> and uh, there's a video that goes with it that is uh, almost inseparable, I'd say, if you want to fully grasp what he's trying to do with the song. Yeah. But uh, here's a bit. If you like Apex Twin, you will like that. Um, I, I stopped reading comments about it because it's a lot of the most genius thing he's ever done. This is the best track. I don't think so. It's it's fine for now. <laughs> I'm sure he's got better stuff waiting in the wings. Um, but I I don't. He's done. He's got this thing now where it's. Um, he sort of lets songs go on and it, it sort of evolves from one thing to another, mm-hmm. but not in the way that I sort of more appreciate from a band like Orbital or uh, who am I thinking of? Autiker or, um, hmm. I mean, even him in early, earlier works. This song feels to me, sounds to me like it's two songs. There's a, part A and a part B. Yeah. And then it just shifts in the middle. So I I think it would be much better if he'd just released part B. That's my favorite part. But hey, oh. that's me. Uh, still really good. Still, still <laughs> worth, uh, always worth a listen, I would say. A fixed win. Mr. Richard D. James of Bank Vault and Surplus Tank fame. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Q Rural Report music. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and we've added to our menagerie uh, yes. the aforementioned uh, puppy. Uh, <laughs> name is Hank. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that is one good name. <laughs> um, and then uh, we've got two more chickens. Not two more. We've got two, two chickens. Oh, you have two chickens. It's just called two chickens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They'll be on the show this, next week. Yeah, the side, side show. They might be um, more together and they might be more coherent. Mm-hmm. Megan uh, built, a, built a coop. And um, her mom gave her a couple of chickens. She's she's been raising some. Um, how, how many did she have total of the smalls? Six. She had six small chickens <laughs> that she raised from chicks, and uh, now they are um, fully fledged, as it were. Um, but there was too many to go in to the main area. She had two adult hens that have been laying eggs for a while, and now these uh, were were going into the main coop area and. Um, she said, I've got 
I got too many. Do you want to? And she already knew the answer was. Are you kidding me? Wanting, the answer was bark. Wanting, <laughs> been wanting chickens for years. And so so her dream, one of her many dreams, has come true. Mm-hmm. And she's got some chickens back there. And probably in a, in a few months they'll be laying eggs and we'll be, you know, eating farm fresh eggs. Nice. Farm life. So much <laughs> farm life. We'll be having uh, so many eggs we'll be chucking away cars. <laughs> well, if any drive by there. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's how few we'll have. We'll mm-hmm. only have enough to... Yeah, you are in the sticks, check buddy. check the, the one well, car that goes by we, every week. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, the two-week countdown has begun, so here we are. Mm-hmm. Very nice. It's quite stunning. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one more really fast uh, segment, Smartest Baby in the World segment. Oh. With a smile. Yep. Uh, she's figuring out counting. Oh. Um, the other day, she uh, and she also knows what toes are. So she's like, "Don't." <laughs> she, she'll go up to your, like, if you're um, crossing your legs, and she'll walk up and start pointing or, or plucking at your toes. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Oh. Or then she'll just start counting them: two, three, six, <laughs> two. Okay. <laughs> it is very cute. Mm. So, yeah. uh, and then. There was a there was something on, and I said uh, today I said one, two, three, four, and then she just came running in the room, five, six, like oh, well. this girl's getting smart, mm-hmm. so scary. Too. She's not allowed to grow up further before I get there. <laughs> She's a wonder. I demand. So. Well, Ooh. that's all I have. I, I need to go pack more boxes. Oh, well, it's a good thing the music started then. Yeah. So, um, if you want to, if y'all want to send us an email, you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. You can reach us on Twitter at IJC2B. And you blog every day at MarcusHarwell.com. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> so, uh, I'm James. I'm Marcus. Yeah, that's I was it. waiting for a bark. Maybe <laughs> if you can, if you can lift one out. Yeah, at the sound of the crickets, mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll know. Yes, it's our show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>